Big Sloth. What round is this? Tell me. Thor and Iron Man holograms? Welcome to the wonderful world of technology. It's the disc. Only a handful of people know that these discs even exist. A new and powerful weapon. D-Smash! That connects you to your superhero. Shield Tackle! Unleash them on evil to capture the bad guys. <laughs> That's if the bad guys don't get the discs first. Be secure! Marvel Disc Wars The Avengers New Series. Monday to Friday, 6.30 p.m. on Disney XD. <laughs> This is Hobo Radio, and with me, Lars Periwinkle. How are you? What's up, Manny? What's up, man? Nothing. It's too hot. I'm just going to say that. It's too, I'm done with it. Yeah. Hot damn. Yeah. I don't like it. I know I'm an, nope. ol- I'm an old man, and I'm literally yelling at clouds, but uh, I just... I went out the other day, and it's not even humid here, which was hilarious because L.A., had to run a news story recently to explain what humidity is to people who live in LA. Like our newspapers had to be like, Hey, I know you're you're probably one. And it wasn't even that humid. Like being from the swampland that is the <laughs> greater yeah. district of Columbia metropolitan area that you and I grew up in. Um, it, that, it wasn't even real humidity, but it was like some humidity. And so people were, I guess, what confused. is some, what is it like 7% and people are like, why is, uh, why is the air I think, wet? Yes. I think they literally were like, I normally, I feel nothing when I walk through this air, but I feel <laughs> a slight bit of moisture. I think that was it. Yeah. We're cruising. We're cruising out here, you know, 90, 93%, Ugh. Some, something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, horrible. <laughs> Me, my mind on fire is so on fire. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss the like I remember that feeling so specifically. The East Coast summer experience of you take a shower, you get dressed, <laughs> you walk outside and immediately you feel covered in moisture <laughs> and sweat and it's gross. Like within 5 seconds. Yeah, it's it's really gross. It isn't just you don't walk outside and feel the horrible ambient temperature on your skin. It invades your body. I mean, you, like you inhale yeah. the awfulness that's happening in the air. It's and a lot horrible. of times you're like driving to work. Like that's the start of your day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go outside and it's it's 82 degrees and damp. Everything you touch is damp. Yeah, it's gross. It's real gross. Fucking terrible. <laughs> I will like, you know, I don't know. You tell me because you've... You've had a good portion of both of those types of weather. So, um, which would you take? Would you take what it is out here, you know, uh, creeping up into the triple digits with over 90% humidity or like the one one sixteen one seventeen 117 degrees Fahrenheit, but pretty dry? 
I mean, let's be clear that both are awful and yes. no no human should experience either. <laughs> um, yes. I think I would take the 117, though, because God damn. because you're probably just going to die of heat exhaustion. So, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so there's oh, it doesn't end. matter. My brain is boiling, <laughs> yeah. so I feel great. Well, I'm on fire, so it yeah. actually doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. Yeah. So, no, but they're both terrible. Uh, but we are not going to talk about the weather all day. We haven't become that show yet. Give us, like, three years. I mean, by three years, like, I don't know, the ocean. So, I'll have risen and boiled. So, I don't think it'll matter. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, anyway. I want to actually start this show by doing something I don't think, I don't know if we've ever officially done, but what's that? I'm going to open up the old mailbag. Oh, shit. Do, do we have a theme song? Do we play it now? Uh, yeah. You hit us with the theme song. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't have uh, uh, letters. We get letters. <laughs> we, we get sacks and sacks of letters. <laughs> letters. How do I already know the words to that? That's weird. This well, is well we collaborated beforehand oh. and wrote that, that groovy jingle. That, that is completely original to us. That was, that was really good. It was so applicable to what we're doing. It's I feel bad. You know what? I feel bad uh, because we're writing that particular artist, so I'm going to try another one. Okay. It's rain and mail. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's rain and mail. Hey, hey. That was cool because that was a different person that wrote that. So A completely different person. <laughs> mail was spelled M-A-L-E, by the way. Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> ha! Thank you. Well, let's go ahead and add that to your impressions repertoire. I feel like that's the best one. <laughs> I feel like that's the best impression I've ever done. <laughs> it was pretty fucking good. Oh, man. Which, by the way, if you ever wanted the perfect David Letterman impression for any reason, it's Norm MacDonald. Just fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty solid. All right. Anyway. But yeah, so thank you for our theme song. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna start with this. This was actually a promotional email that was sent to me. Sometimes I get promotional mail. Uh, but I'm just going to read it. This one actually caught my attention. A lot of times, they're not... They don't understand the show. You know, I get stuff. I'm like, we're, we're not going to talk about, like, kombucha or, like, you know... Right. I don't know. Whatever. You know, I'm not interested. But this... I feel like this email understands us and the topics that we cover on our show. Okay. So... After Jeff Bezos launched off into the abyss, the world couldn't help but notice the phallic-shaped rocket he was in, and in an instant, the internet began blasting off memes. Cam Soda, an adult entertainment company, is joining on the fun and has created some phallic rockets of their own, introducing the Billionaire Flesh Rocket Series, a series of dildos inspired by the billionaire space race between Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk that includes the Blue Orgasm, play on Blue Origin, SpaceX, play on SpaceX, and Galactic, play on VSS Unity. I'm confused about that one. But uh, the dildos were just designed, are being sent into production, and will be on pre-sale shortly. So. You got that in, in your mailbox? Was, in our mailbox? Sent, that, was, it, that was for Hobo Radio. That was sent to Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. Uh, yep, that was sent to the email that is associated with this show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about it for a second because there's nothing to unpack there. 
That's I don't I really don't understand you. And also you ex, you explained three jokes, two of which were really obvious and not very funny. And then you explained a third joke that isn't a joke, nor does it make sense in any way that I can figure. Yeah, uh, they did. I should pray. It doesn't really help in this medium, but they did send me photos of oh, of what the dildos look like. Uh, so. Do they look like cocks? Yeah, but I mean, like, they, the one, the SpaceX, the space, I'm sorry, the SpaceX uh, looked very cold and rocket-like, which I feel like that was, you know, I took that as a diss on Elon Musk, but the other two were very phallic, like, very specifically phalluses. What do you mean by it looked cold? Well, like, I mean, it looked like a rocket ship. Like, it didn't look like a, a human penis. Oh, it didn't. Oh, okay. So, it, it wasn't warm and inviting yeah. like a penis. <laughs> I mean, those are your words, but sure. Yes. I, I mean, cold was your word. <laughs> it just looked cold. I mean, that was that was the word that I would use to describe it. But here, I can. This doesn't help our, um, our, our listeners, but for mm-hmm. you, if you can see. Uh, it's the one in the middle. The one in the middle is the SpaceX. Yeah. Yeah. The, that just looks like, well, it looks like a, it looks actually looks like a lava lamp. It does. Yeah. That's, or I mean, yeah. to be, let's be real and let's be adults about this. It looks kind of like a butt plug if we're really being honest with ourselves. Yeah, it does. It has yeah. a very, a very flared base. Yeah. And the other two just are very penis shaped. I don't even know that they even look rocket shaped as much as they just look like penises that are named after no, rockets. No, they curve. <laughs> There's a harsh curve on on those two. But you're right. That that third one is straight up, straight up a rocket. It's, it's yeah. very, um, um, uh, it, it, I get yeah I guess cold I guess yeah. cold see see you I, get I don't it. know all right know. but yeah I just want to say I don't endorse these products we received no compensation uh for to read that that just what so the lesson is if you write an email that is odd enough I will read it on the show because that one it looks co- like an aerodynamic lava lamp is what it looks like yeah yeah, which has anyone ever made that? Hey, look, Cam Soda people, if you're listening because like we're talking about this, this is you have to pay us if you do this. But has anyone ever made a lava lamp sex toy? Is that a thing? I feel it would get too well, hot. Lava lamps are they get too hot. Pre- they're pretty big too. But I'm like, could you make could you somehow, you know, I don't know, is is that a th- could you do it somehow? I no, absolutely you could do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, make anything out of glass and then put it inside you. But it, I feel like it would get too hot. Not a lava lamp. It would get too hot. I feel like though. A lava lamp gets warm. Eight. Hey, some people like it warm. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. That's true. So there you go. Uh, that was ninety-eight degrees inside a human body. But just, but hey, know this though. The first one was free. That that plug was free. If you want me to talk about your your sex toys in the future, next time we have to be compensated. That's just that's just how it works. Yeah. I, I will tell you, we'll we'll talk about it a lot more if we, um, I don't know, experience them. So maybe free sample. What's up? Yeah, yeah. You want to say, yeah, send us, send us boxes of them. Yeah. Uh, so we can compare and contrast. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So that I promised you, though, there were two. There were two emails that I wanted okay. to talk about. Well, actually, okay. this is an email, but it was a message that was sent to me. Uh, okay. This was through social media. This is a message I received on Instagram from a fan of our show named Jonathan Monroe. 
Message for me. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan says, as a fan, I would love to hear Lars and your take on this. And then he sent us uh, an excerpt from an article that says MTV Entertainment announced today that the iconic surreal life series will return this fall on VH1 reimagined for new audiences 15 years later. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the cast will include Dennis Rodman, Stormy Daniels, uh, Manny Mua. I don't know who that is. M-U-A. Uh, okay. August uh, Ayasina. I should have read these names beforehand. Uh, uh, Alicina, Tamar Braxton, Kim Coles, and Frankie Muniz. I don't know who the middle section of those people are, clearly. Uh, but yeah, so he wants to hear our take on the surreal life uh, okay. re reboot with people that we don't express any particular interest in. Yeah. Oh, and the other one that um, for, is uh, Lana from the WWE is also going to be in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Who were the, who were the other people? <laughs> I mean, of the ones that I feel like um, that that I've heard of at least. So there's Frankie Muniz, you know, Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Sure. Stormy Daniels. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't know who the I don't know who Manny M U A. They're in all kit. Okay. So my wife says Molly chipped in that he's a makeup Instagrammer. Yeah, I see that he was the the first hit on <laughs> on Google. I don't know, Molly. You got anything for August Alcina? Nope. Okay, don't know that. One. I'm assuming Tamar Braxton is maybe in some way related to Tony Braxton, who had a reality show. Oh, so, sure, sure, sure. So that would be my guess there. Kim Coles sounds familiar, but it does. I'm not placing. Oh, for, it. she's from A Living Color. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. I knew that name sounded familiar. And then Frankie Muniz, uh, sure. again, he was Malcolm. Yeah. Um, my take is it was a colossal waste of time. There you have it. Yeah. The best thing that ever happened on that show, and I, I watched that show a little bit, um, was Sherman Hemsley not being interested in doing anything that had to do with that show. Clearly just wanted to make some money. <laughs> Um, that's, that's all I have to say. I, I do believe. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Um, there, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It was, what was it? Christopher Knight and Adriana Curry. I guess they, they found love on that show. <laughs> Is that something? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't think Adrian Curry is married to him anymore. You know what was funny is um, um, Vern Troyer, who's no longer with us. Mm -hmm. uh, Vern Troyer got really drunk on the, their first night in the house and um, uh, stripped butt, na butt naked and peed in the corner of a random room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and, and, Debrat, and Debrat said... Hey, little man, uh, that's not the men's room. And he turned around and went, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. No, man. That's, was it? Didn't wasn't it Adrian Curry? Didn't she like serve sushi off of her body in that show? 
Oh, I don't I don't recall. I that. feel like that happened. And also there were more like there were multiple seasons, right? Because at some point I do remember that uh, China from the WWE was on the surreal life. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. She was on there. Sure. I, I mean, I can I can tell you about seasons about of that show, not in great detail, but I do have some some vague memories about it. As far as my take, I don't. I don't, is he fucking with us? Is he trying to derail our show? Is that what's going on right now? I'm going to like talk about this thing that's not interesting, full of the people that you know you don't find interesting. I He said he was a fan of the show. I'm taking him at his word. I don't know any reason that uh, Jonathan Monroe fan would try to sabotage I, us. I thought for a moment that one of those names we didn't recognize would, would turn out to be someone of interest to either you or I, tangentially even. Um, I don't, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. I kind of feel like, how, why is Dennis Rodman doing this? Isn't he fine? Like it, this, like, I'm not saying people only go to the show because they're, they're desperate for money and attention, but like, you gotta have better shit to do if you're Dennis Rodman, right? Well, what I also, I mean, having watched, uh, the last dance, Dennis Rodman couldn't be bothered to like hang around the whole time when he was one of the Chicago Bulls that were winning like the championships. I can't imagine it, you can keep him in that house the whole time. Like he's going to yeah, leave, real, right? He wasn't he he's best known <laughs> he's best known for playing base basketball and he wasn't really interested in doing that as far as I could tell. No, again, like I said when he was on that team, he was like doing wrestling, he was going to Vegas with Carmen Electra. Like he seemed like the last thing in the world he wanted to do was actually play basketball so i can't imagine he will want to be in that house nor care if he stays around in it right i don't know the whole thing makes me sad and i don't even know why i just <laughs> i think it makes me sad that i watched it the last time <laughs> like i just want to move on like see not every idea needs to be brought back it's true. I don't know. Yeah, there there is some value in nostalgia, but I don't know that anyone was nostalgic for this particular show. No, this uh, this Manny Mua is really good looking. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, makeup artist. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, these eyebrows are sending me places. <laughs> Where are they sending? You? you know, I don't. I don't think I've ever been there before. <laughs> um <laughs> by the way i um i don't know did we have anything else that those are all the i don't know if, like if you have anything else but i i feel like we addressed um all of my the the, the emails and such that i had but i don't know if you well, you know what i this week is an anomaly i received no emails about this podcast okay all right. No. Just just making sure. Can I yeah. actually then? Well, first of all, do we want to close the mailbag? Because that would be, a, you know, we, we ripped off a theme song <laughs> for the first part. Mm -hmm. But I feel like closing a mailbag, having a theme for that, that feels original to us. I'm pretty sure. I can't think of any other podcasts that have theme songs for closing mailbags. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we should probably go ahead and hit that one. Go ahead. Okay. Um, ben Schwartz. No. <laughs> That's what it is, right? <laughs> That's what it is. It's ratio. Uh, all right. I have. I have. This is some research I did on my own. Um, 
that I, I kind of found out by accident, but I'm very amused by this. So, uh, look, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest at the beginning. I found this because I was Googling my own name. So, okay. So I hold on. Oh shit. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> you were what? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I happened to, to Google my own name, uh, to see what came up. And do you know I what just I happened th- to? I just happened to. Yeah. I did. You know, I wanted okay. to. Yeah. Well, I've been what came up? another Irish prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, this came up. Joel Murphy, Earth dash one four zero four two, in the Marvel database. <laughs> oh no, shit! <laughs> yeah. So Joel Murphy, if you're curious, from Earth one four zero four two, he his affiliations are the Celebrity Five and Hydra, but in parentheses involuntarily oh uh his marital status is single uh he has blonde hair and brown eyes he is a human his status is alive uh and uh this is all by the way so uh earth 14042 this is actually so i learned all of this in finding this there's apparently a not available in america marvel anime that is called Marvel Disc Wars. That is best that I can find because there are trailers for it on YouTube. Seems to be someone saw dollar signs when thinking about Pokemon and were like, what if instead of Pokemon, they were Marvel characters because they are discs that seem to contain recognizable characters from Marvel that uh, fight. You throw them and they come out of the discs and they seem to fight each other. But so this is a show uh, and I guess that's what the earth is. But so the celebrity five. Uh, so I can tell you now, Joel Murphy is a member of the celebrity five, five human criminals that work directly for Loki uh, in his daily life. He is also a famous rock musician when working for lock for Loki. He always wears a Mayan like mask. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Um did you mean did you mean to lead with uh I wrote a profile for myself for Marvel? <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I was trying to lowball it, but yeah, I'm actually I guess this is the time to admit that I've yeah. been writing an anime. Right. That's uh okay. but no, here I again, this is for you and not for our audience. <laughs> I believe you. Oh man, that's actually a pretty bitchin' mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. So there is a Joel Murphy from Marvel Disc Wars. <laughs> Which is uh, sadly, and trust me, I tried, uh, does uh-huh. not seem available in the, in the United <laughs> States. When you say you tried, were you like in the bowels of eBay somewhere? No. Well, so uh, first I went to Disney Plus, hopeful. Uh-huh. And I was like, maybe this show's just there. It started at the top. It's not. Um, I saw some promos for like Disney XD, but uh-huh. it seems like not in America. So they, so somewhere they, along the line, they English dubbed the, there's an English dub of this cartoon, but was never released here. Uh, and then hmm. that was about as far as I made it. I like, you know, I tried to see if any episodes were on YouTube and then I gave up. It's probably about <laughs> 10 minutes total. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I've never heard of such a thing. That's, um, those are, those are all the details we got. So we don't really know about this guy, except he, oh. Oh, he, I, he like Nuremberg his way out of getting in oh. trouble for being a member of Hydra. Well, I 
I mean, there are paragraphs and paragraphs of the character history. I, I, I was sparing you from them. Like, okay, gotcha. He's got like arcs after arcs on this show. It seems like, as far as I can tell, that the Celebrity Five is an integral part of uh, Marvel Disc Wars. <laughs> um, I can tell you this. Jesus. Um, Murphy has a green biocide installed in his body, allowing him D smash power type. Uh, Allowing him to D-smash power-type villains from their discs. That's, as the, well as, that's the letter D. Yeah. So, Joel Murphy has the power to D-smash. Look, uh, according to the Marvel database, one of the defining characteristics of this Joel Murphy is that he can D-smash. Yeah. It's, I'm just reading. I don't... <laughs> I, I, wonder if they, I wonder if they mean D's nuts. I think that is what they mean. But yeah, apparently he has 21 appearances in cool, this man. cartoon. Yeah. So I I tried to look. I didn't see if one of the Celebrity Five were like, you know, like if he had like a douchey friend named Lars. Like I tried to. <laughs> a douchey? <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, like, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Someone. Someone has this somewhere. If we I know, know anything about about fans of anything, someone has this. Yeah. Also, maybe this helps. So his first appearance was Marvel Disc Wars The Avengers Season 1, Episode 6, which aired on May 7th, 2014. And his last appearance was Marvel Disc Wars The Avengers Season 1, Episode 51. 51 episodes in that first season. They just really... Wow. Uh, which aired March 25th, 2015. Okay. I don't know if that that sounds like that was like a Monday to Friday cartoon. Like that, if you're getting 51 episodes in yeah the first or they, season, or they said like w with a lot of children's programming or things meant for young people, they said, "Look, we're making this series. We're making it all in a row. Here's what we're paying all of you. Rip this shit out, and then we'll play it forever." Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, if anyone has this, for sure. Okay, yeah. By the way, cuz this you seem to try to 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 besmirch him. So just to be clear, uh at some point after fighting the Avengers, uh, -huh. uh they they were sent to prison. They were broken out of a prison transport by Crossbones, who stole oh. their biocodes and forcefully drafted them into Hydra. So, and it says Joel hated being a Hydra soldier. So, yeah, probably not evil enough. <laughs> Just saying, it makes it pretty clear he didn't he didn't want to do it. <clears throat> that uh, I read about that um, <clears throat> this year about this show, um, the show Zoobly Zoo that I watched when I was a kid, and um, it was um, a bunch of really talented people. Um, uh, ben Vereen among them, who were who made this kid's show, they're all dressed up as different animals and they would get into hijinks. And I mean, when I say dressed up like animals, I mean, they tried to do like really realistic makeup and, um, uh, they would sing songs and go on adventures and get into trouble or whatever. And I watched this show all the time when I was a kid in the eighties. And then I found out, um, this year that they were basically, um, sequestered on a movie lot, and went to this sound studio every day for like three weeks and they just made every episode 
never came back and made another episode. And I what I was watching the same. I don't know. It was actually quite a quite a few. I forget the 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 count on that. Hold on, I have all of human information in front of me. I think um, that's that's the same thing they did to Bob Ross. Yeah, that was all. Do they do they really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> they just locked him in a room and were like, paint a hundred paintings. <laughs> <laughs> I will have another one, Mister Ross. <laughs> um, it looks like is that a, is that for real? Um, yeah, it was like uh, sixty-five episodes, and um, they just went through, and they were you know short episodes, um, you know easily consumable by really little kids, and um, knocked them all out. And then they just straight up hit the the go button and said, "We'll just we'll just keep playing these for a really really long time." And I remember watching it. Looks like it was made in eighty uh, six. So then they aired them from eighty six to eighty eight, and then just kept airing them. And I I kept watching them. And it just kind of it didn't ruin anything. Obviously, I still have a lot of um, fond memories of that show. It just seemed weird to me that they said we're we're making a series. It's going to be a three season series. We're making them all at the same time. And then y'all can do whatever the fuck you want with the rest of your lives. Yeah, that is it's odd. Like, yeah, I don't know. Did that just save a ton of money? Was that the logic? (laughs) I guess. Or maybe, you know, the the 80s were filled by a a lot of cocaine. So you can say that. Or they they were just like, we're going to make a kid series. There's huge money in it. And if we scrap the overhead... You know, people coming and going and we put them up and then we do another season. If we just do it all at once, then that'll cut down on costs and then we sell the damn show and then walk away. You know what else, though? That's how you make true art because you're not accountable, you know, to to anyone like the fans. They might have like, oh, I wish you'd do this. Well, you can't. It's done. It's we done. We yeah, filmed it all. You don't get input. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where these fuckers are. Yeah. No forwarding addresses. When they walked out of here, they walked out with a bag of cash and we told them we never want to see their faces again. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, yeah. They're out. What, one of them had their hands above their head with both their sacks of money going. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, you want me to find that person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, for some reason, all of this is making me think of uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise because I just saw F nine, and i i did I did get the feeling that they're they're starting to listen to the internet, and I don't think that's a good idea for the Fast and Furious franchise. Like, it, I think they're taking anybody, too many. But yes, yeah, because I got that sense because they they seem like they're trying to answer. <laughs> To someone, and that's all I want to say. If, if Justin Lin or Vin Diesel or or whoever is is listening, uh, you are accountable to no one. Do whatever you want. That's what we love. I just there yeah. was like there was a whole arc where like Tyrese was trying to reconcile with the idea that no, no harm ever comes to them, and I was like, why? What, don't ask these questions. What are you, Abed? Like, cut it out. Like, you're not. Don't yeah. realize you're in a movie. Like, just do reckless stuff. Don't take what you do and shove it up its own ass. Yeah, don't. It's, uh, it's, yeah, don't, don't, absolutely not. Do you think, do you, he can't, no one can possibly think that this franchise is going to suffer if they don't try to make them interesting in some way, right? No, that's my thing is like, I think you guys are moving in the wrong direction. I want it to be more absurd. Like, I want, you know, no one to ever question 
their mortality. Well, they're already in space. You know, I was about to ask. I was about to ask a question, and I, I, I already know the answer. So the next one, they go to the center of the Earth, right? I hope so. Well, I mean, there's Wait. that rumor. I think we talked about it. When, like, did we talk about this or did I just read it? That like there was a rumor for a while that uh, they were going to do a crossover with Jurassic World. That they're... That's right. Yeah. Which I look, I would watch. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I'll do that. I'll do the, the 21 Jump Street Men in Black thing as well. That's fine. Who cares? Yeah, I don't. It yeah. sounds it sounds fun. Well, I would know what we, we did. I think we did mention that what we talked about extensively. And this was a few years ago is when everyone kept like people who have been in that franchise for quite some time. Uh, so Vin Diesel and Tyrese um, uh, specifically were like they were both like, hey, man, it's either The Rock or us. <laughs> I'm like, what do you. But why? Yeah. But why? Yeah. Yeah, still not a great, which isn't funny too, because then it's like, okay, so The Rock wasn't in this one. They still brought in John Cena. Like, you think John Cena can't steal your spotlight? Talk to, you know, mid 2000s WWE about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. If you guys don't, Leah, don't, don't get introspective. Don't get meta. Yeah, also, just don't get, don't, don't start bucking, bucking up because you, there's someone in the movie that you don't like. I think just keep cashing well, those checks. Or, or to put it another way, continue to live your lives a quarter mile at a time. Like, just... No, absolutely. Know. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, also, just the last thing I'll say about that movie, which I did enjoy. I enjoyed F9. Um, uh, I'll just say to Justin Lin, I also enjoy Christopher McQuarrie's Mission Impossible movies. So, I, I understand the... We'll say homage... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mentioned Loki, by the way, in my uh-huh. uh, my my good friend Loki, which uh, we have been derelict in talking about the television show Loki, which is now over. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I just want to throw that out there. I don't know how you yeah, feel it about good. it. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah, I think if I had one complaint about it. It would be what I think a lot when I was reading message words about this, what a lot of fans are saying is why not bring in uh, the celebrity five? You know, like you're doing different Lokis from different timelines. Uh, why not bring in, you know, the, the Disc Wars crew? I think we all wanted to see him. So I, yeah, I saw I saw Reddit was lighting up with that. Yeah, they were just like, come on, where's where's Earth 14042 Loki? Is that just so? There's a character in a show that you like, and it they have the same name as you. Is yeah, that that's, ex- that's exactly what it is. I'm I'm unironically living out that Homer Simpson plotline, like where they're <laughs> they're go- what they're gonna do is they're oh, gonna right. bring Joel Murphy into the MCU, uh-huh. and then they're gonna make him a buffoon, and I'm gonna hate it. But remember, yeah, <laughs> Homer changed his name to Max Powers. I think that's where we're all headed is like, you know, I'm going to change my name to Max Powers. I'm going to change Molly's name to Hootie McBoob. And that's what we're all doing. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, but in all seriousness, I really enjoyed Loki. Like, I, I thought it was really great. Uh, I, I don't we don't need to get spoilery about it, but I thought it was cool. Like, I, it felt like its own thing, but it felt like part of the MCU. And I thought they took some really big swings with it. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think <clears throat> your description of that is something you could almost say that verbatim for WandaVision and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier was also a show. 
Yeah, Falcon. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and WandaVision, I, I really loved uh, all the TV stuff. I love the homages. I will say for me personally, I didn't love the last episode of WandaVision. Like, I loved the whole show so much. And I, man, Elizabeth Olsen uh, in particular, Paul Bettany too, but Elizabeth Olsen in particular, that was mm-hmm. her medium. Like, the the way that she was able to, like, really cut loose and play all these different era sitcom things. It was great. And she was fantastic. And Paul Bettany was good. And I loved the ship of theses uh, debate in the last episode, but I, I felt like I was a little disappointed that it ended with a more typical uh, MCU sky battle with uh, wizards shooting things at each other. Sure. And I, I think the, the difference between the two being is one, you know, the, um, the former, knowing it was a limited series that was going to be leading people on a path into Phase 4, and and Loki being a TV show. And it's, you know, no matter, pretty much as of right now, whatever's going on in Phase 4, whatever's happening in the MCU, Loki is still going to be existing somewhere and having fun within its own medium. So I, I, I- think they had maybe a little more... Not, Oh, definitely. They had a little more freedom. Well, they have um, a season two. Like they, they, they openly they have, get to they have a TV series, and it's not a a limited series. A, yeah, a mini a mini series. They don't say mini series anymore. They say limited yeah. series, but a mini series. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know, and I'm sure that's it. And then it's like, yeah, there's the the cool thing about the MCU is the way that it's a giant moving entity of all these different characters and projects. The downside of the MCU is that <laughs> they're all interconnected. And so if you do a show like WandaVision, there's a requirement that at the end of it, you get those characters back to a point where they can appear in the next film. You know, I think that totally the, it, does, yeah. it doesn't matter how big that Venn diagram gets. There's always a center. Yeah, and so I so I think it has did. to relate to that center. Yeah, so I, I do think that that's it. But yeah, I, and to be clear, like yeah, really love that show and they the work that they did. I mean, I'm a nerd for old TV, so and the, their ability oh, to yeah, recreate yeah. those shows and and again, like I said, I I think the happiest thing when I think of that show is just Elizabeth Olsen getting the opportunity to do that, like to play. Oh, yeah, 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 she was really great. Also, Catherine Hahn, which we did a whole thing about at the time, like Catherine Hahn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, full, that's all you it's all you gotta say man yeah i also i will say that like in hindsight like sitting with it months later i think that wandavision tried to troll people a little too much you know like i think i think they got a little cute with the uh you know wanda's brother showing up like i think they that did they, I, I could see that i could see that and yeah i really i really appreciated loki just for um uh, it seemed it seemed like people were having a lot of fun making that story up of just how goofy can we get? Why can we get that goofy? Because not not only is this a series that's going to be existing in and out of the MCU, but also the rules we set up in the first two episodes dictate that we literally can do whatever we want and we yeah. can get back to a place that we need to be. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're when you're playing with alternate dimensions and alternate timelines, like, obviously, <laughs> that opens up a whole world. Uh, but yeah, no, that show, I really enjoyed it, like took big swings. Richard E. Grant uh, was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also big fan of uh, Sophia DiMartino. Like I thought like she had a very tough job of being Sylvie. <laughs> 
you know, like of like we need to bring a person in to play, you know, one of the uh, variants of Loki, uh, a very pre-established character, and she needs to do all of her scenes with that guy and like not do an impression of him, but somehow evoke him. And I thought she crushed it. Absolutely, she did. Um, also, uh, the first episode of that show, we get a cartoon character introduced called Miss Minutes. Oh yeah, and as D- soon as strong. I laid as soon as I laid eyes on Miss Minutes, I thought, "Oh my god, it's Mister DNA's wife." <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, yeah, I looked it up. But Tara Strong, I never know when it's Tara Strong, like. Tara Strong Tress, and Tress McNeil and um, John DiMaggio, like it. Billy you can West, recognize a DiMaggio you kind, voice. You kind of you get the flavor a little bit, and you're like, yeah. I think that's. I never know when it's Tara Strong. She's such a good voice actor. No, her and Gray Griffin. I feel like with both of them. Oh, like, absolutely. Like absolutely. that. It's. I should always assume it's one of the two of them because they both work all the time. But yeah, it's they both really have voices that. I mean. The fact that Tara Strong does Raven on Teen Titans Go is uh-huh. a thing that I know and I can't I can't fathom it. Like I can't picture it, even though I know it. Yeah, yeah. She's Raven and also um she's Buttercup on the well, That's what I'm saying. Girl. Like, so, like, like that's that's yeah. so what a fucking res- she's great. I could man, we need to do an episode of voice actors. But yeah, we should. Um yeah, she, and <clears throat> I thought, oh, there's there's uh, Mrs. DNA just kind of like filling in gaps in the plot for us or whatever. Turned out to be a kind of a big ass part of that show. <laughs> it well, was really good. Well, and also like so many things in that show, which I really enjoyed, like, yeah, sort of started as one thing and then got really weird and like like so much of that show got existential and just became like like it really was this question of like wait what is miss minutes like how does she function like uh-huh. but like in interesting ways no that show was really great and uh fun and yeah i maybe do more you know actual series where you can play around and sort of have a character that's off the chessboard a bit in terms of you know having to fit in with everyone else. I, Cause I also will say that like, I really love, I mean, Tom Hiddleston is great as playing Loki, but if I'm being honest, he was great in the first Avengers movie and has had kind of mixed success in everything else that he's been in <laughs> up until this series. And then this series, he crushed it. But I, I will say going in, I was like, not as excited about the character or the series as I was coming out of it. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah, totally. Like where I was like, we're doing a Loki series. Why? And then I was like, oh, because it's going to be great. Yep. Yep. Also, Owen Wilson. We haven't really mentioned Owen Wilson, but he was also really great. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And now all of that was to set up. Lars, what would it sound like if Owen Wilson told a joke to Paul Schaefer? Uh, I told a joke. I don't know if I can tell a joke. No, no, it's fine. I do. We don't really have to do it. That was just... <laughs> okay. But how about um? How about uh? Oh, okay. <clears throat> N- neither uh, neither um, neither Owen Wilson nor Christopher Walken thought the Loki series was going to be as good as it was, but they just finished this great series of television. <clears throat> Here's how they might react. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow. Wow. Wow. Ha! <laughs> Schaefer thought it was really funny. Yeah, I mean, this is wheelhouse. It's he, he likes that like kind of uh, absurdist humor. <laughs> hey, hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. So, uh, so I don't do a Letterman, but hey, Paul. Uh, you know, I uh, I was in the uh, in the in the you know grocery store the other day. I'm just Norm Macdonald now. I was in the grocery store the other day. <laughs> do they have any and, gum? Uh, I saw th- I saw this guy uh, over in the grocery store drinking expired milk. Ha! <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of things from decades ago, uh, the, what, did you did, did you see? I'm becoming David Letterman, but uh, did, did you hear about this? Did you see this? That's actually Leno. Uh, but uh, I well, there's a Space Jam. I'm just oh, this yeah. is me transitioning. Uh, yep. they, there's um, yeah, they made a new Space Jam. It's a real movie. I watched it. Did you really? Yeah. I couldn't. I, when, like, we were actual, I guess we were tweens when that came out. I yeah, the, yeah. What's funny is whatever age we were when it came out, I didn't really like the first Space Jam when it came out. <laughs> like, which I feel like there's a few movies that I feel like I'm out of sync with a lot of people, either yeah. specifically our age or younger. The other one is Hook. I don't understand it. Like, a lot of you love right. Hook, and I, I don't know why. It's not. I've never really. Yep. I I totally get the nostalgia for Hook. I don't understand why anyone's pretending that it was really good. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You like, know. to be fair, if you saw it when you were a kid and you liked it, but people talk about that movie like it was like life changing. And I'm like, wow. I don't. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think it weirded me out as a kid. Like, I thought it wasn't what I wanted. I was like, why? Why is this story happening? I think yeah, even as a kid. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get it either. But um, uh, yeah, I remember kids talking about that. Like they had gone to see it together, but I lived in the woods um, in the middle of nowhere. So I didn't get invited to go see movies with people. But then I was at a uh, like a party one time, like a high school party. Um, and it was like, uh, you know, a Space Jam putting on Space Jam. And then Space Jam sucks. Like, Space yeah. Jam sucked. It's not thank a good God movie. We, thank God we were at a point in high school where, you know, we were drinking beer. Because I'm like, I'm going outside to drink beer. I'm not watching this piece of crap movie. Yeah, which it's like even like Bill Murray has a cameo in Space Jam. And it's he doesn't even try to be funny. Like, Bill Murray is not interested in doing comedy in the movie Space Jam. No, not at all. He he doesn't seem like he, he kind of. I don't know. He de- he doesn't seem like he wants to be there at all. No, no. I don't know how they wrangled him into doing it, but however yeah, they did, he's, he's at, as interested at, in being in Space Jam and playing basketball as Dennis Rodman was as being on the Bulls and playing basketball. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, but th- yeah, I never really had the affinity for Space Jam. I never really got it. It's it's hilarious to me as an artifact that it they made it at the time when Michael Jordan was playing baseball. So they have to incorporate that into the, the oh, plot. Jesus. Uh, but no, I I don't understand the affinity. I don't understand why they made a new one. I will say, did you tie- did you have to did you have to watch the new one for like for work? No, was this part of you nope. had to do it for your website or something? I would love to tell you that's why I watched it, but uh, it was just, I watched it. Because I have HBO Max and it was uh-huh. free, and I yeah, was like, yeah. "I'll put this and on while they, I'm doing oh, some you know stuff." What? And I heard, and I heard um, 
I heard things are getting a little more strict in LA again. So y'all are probably trying yeah, to Yeah, you know, safe the ma- they put the mask mandates back up. Right. No, try not to go out. <laughs> Look, I but I'll say this. If Good anyone, I'll, I'll save everyone the effort. I'll, and I'll just say this. Don Cheadle was great. Um, nobody goes. I'll, I'll, he's the villain. Oh no shit. Yeah. Well he I bet he wasn't as good in that as he was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier because he's not gonna get nominated for an award for Space Jam. I you know, I didn't think we were gonna talk about the uh awards uh, the the Emmy, but sure. Uh, yeah, I I definitely I saw that he was nominated. Look, always happy when comic book stuff is recognized by the awards. Uh, I had to ask myself when Don Cheadle showed up in Falcon of the Winter Soldier and then was like, what was the scene? And then it was like, oh, right. When he gave some exposition yep, and then left. Yep. Which I look, I love Don Cheadle, particularly on a bed of rice. Uh, and I don't cheat on a better race. <laughs> uh, I was confused by that nomination. Yep. That's a, uh, yep. I was confused by a lot of them, but yeah, it was just, yeah. Hey, stellar, stellar job, Don Cheadle. And I'm not being sarcastic. He, he got in there. He did the job. He got out I mean, I guess like, being recognized. That, look, I like, yeah, it's. It, it is not. That's what I'm trying to be clear. It is in no way a reflection on him. I think he's a great nope. actor. I think yep. he did exactly what was asked. But it would be like nominating someone uh, for doing a cutscene in a video game. <laughs> like essentially, he was like an NPC that was there to go like, uh, well, uh, Falcon, uh, plot information, plot information, plot information. I'm out. Like that was. Right. Let's walk, and I'm gonna tell you a bunch of things that are relevant to what's going to happen in, in future yeah, no, episodes. It's like, I'm, I'm going to in question form <laughs> explain to you things that you know that you have done already. Yes. Don't yeah, worry I, about why. Yeah, I'm here to recap slash exposition. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm on screen for maybe five minutes to no, do I that. Would, and and that's gener- and that is generous. And I'm including Oof. his reactions in the crowd when uh like uh-huh. the people are talking. Boy oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was an interesting choice, I thought. <laughs> but but you know what? That being said, hope he wins. Sure. <laughs> like 100%. Like give it to him. <laughs> sure. Sure. And look. <clears throat> um I am so, so happy. I am so happy that Nicole Byer was nominated for hosting Nailed It because yes. not, yeah. not only does it seem like she has to put up with a lot on that show, like she's she's very nice and all the contestants are nice too. Like it, it isn't like that. I mean, the show is designed to be a shit show. It's a bunch of people coming on who don't know how to cook and then uh, don't know how to bake and then they're asked to bake something very complicated. So, of course, it's a shit show. But she takes it in stride and she keeps things organized and also she makes it entertaining. You know, they have yeah. a they have a, a guest judge on every week along with an actual chef judge who's a, a, a Frenchman who is very charming and apparently very good at baking. But she really does make the show like it, this, yeah. this show doesn't work unless Nicole Byer is doing what Nicole Byer is doing right now. Nicole Byer, yeah, is ridiculously charismatic and I, I love her. And also hosting is really hard and I'm glad they give an award for it because a lot of people aren't good at it. Like it is a skill yeah, totally. that is not appreciated 
that and I think part of the reason for that is that you don't notice it unless it's not good. <laughs> like if it's distracting, then you're aware of it. But a host that's actually there is just there to like, you know, and doing their job very well is kind of just moving things along. They're they're sort of Don Cheadle in Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> they're there to yeah. move things yeah. so along. When, when, you're, when you're actually when you're actually char- charismatic, when you're actually giving a like adding something to the overall atmosphere of the show it should be recognized that yeah. being said i told julia we were we were looking at the nominees together and i said oh my god i am so glad that they're recognizing nicole Byer. she's yeah. so great on that show yeah um wouldn't that how great would it be if she won and julia was looking at the same list as i was and said so i love nicole Byer too is she gonna beat rupaul though <laughs> yeah that is tough I also I don't remember if he was or was not nominated, but I want to give a shout out to Deshaun Wesley as the uh, host of Legendary because he's fantastic at it. And I oh just, yeah, yeah, he's really good at it. And I, I I do really appreciate when people are good at hosting things, like because yeah, it's a hard skill. Um, and uh, uh, by the way, the other thing I'll say about Emmy nominations and about the MCU is uh, just voters. You keep that enthusiasm up next year uh, for Jonathan Majors. Like, just... Yeah. Right? Let's like, see what's up with Jonathan Majors. Because yeah. I'm got. i going to be honest, <clears throat> the first time I watched his performance, I thought it was a little over the top. I thought he was chewing on scenery a little bit. Um, you know, he, but I was coming to turn... You know, I was going... We were all going through a lot of figuring yeah, stuff yeah. out well, when, we were also, wa- when I watched him. In in clarity's sake, uh, he was nominated, by the way, for uh, Lovecraft Country. I for believe. Lovecraft Country, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah totally. But uh, uh, but yeah, we're specifically talking about uh, him and Loki. But uh, yeah, he, I loved it because I think it was a tough thing, and especially because you're introducing this character in the last episode. Uh, but I I thought like because he makes a hundred choices, and he I think he does every line differently, but it it worked for me like in the same way that like. Willem Dafoe's, you know, performance in American Psycho or something like that, where it's like, I found it intentionally disorienting. Yeah. You know, what's funny. It was, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say Willem Dafoe and Boondock Saints. Same. I mean, Willem Dafoe in everything. <laughs> He's so great. He's yeah. so great. Well, yeah, no, no, um, but we, I, fe- we, I know we've both, I know we both endorsed it on separate occasions on separate shows y'all go see go see the lighthouse like i don't know i don't know how you even watch it anymore see see the lighthouse yeah uh unless you're uh sick of willem defoe's goddamn farts in which case oh, yeah man, he's, he's, he's so he's, he's so good but you're right every everyone was a choice and then re-watching it not only better understanding um i actually went back and just watched that last scene um because some things were unclear to me um, including his performance, but it all came through crystal the second time. Um, why these, why these choices were so big. And I, I, man, I think he's got a lot of, a lot of work ahead of him and I'm excited to see what he does with it. Yes. But I also, I, I think that was like an impossible ask for 
show up in the last episode and no one's ever seen this character before and sell us on him. And I, I think he did it. Like, I mean, for me, yeah. at least like I no, I loved his performance. I know Molly really loved his performance, too. Like we, we both really enjoyed him and he's great. And I I kind of yeah, I, I want to see more of like, you know, I know that he's showing up in other MCU stuff and I want to see more of this character and where they're headed with it. But like I'm in I'm into it. Yeah, totally. Totally. I think that's, I mean, that's the, what the fuck do I know about being an actor, right? But I do know what I like to watch. And it seems to be that, um, that there is a, a vast chasm in between, um, subtle to the point of stoic and then, uh, having your eyebrows bounce around your face like a goddamn idiot. And I think he came really close to the margin of the ladder, but I think he really, really had to. And I think he had to choose on that side of things. He had to choose each line and how exactly he was going to say them. So that, like you said, so we couldn't quite understand who the hell this character was. Cause we can't like I, we'll come to find out that we'll never know who the fuck yeah. this character is. Well, and I think the two things that I had in my mind watching that performance are one, he has been alone for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think you're going to be a little incapable of remembering how to have human conversations, which I got. And two, he's doing a performance like he is not yeah. being upfront with them. <laughs> like he is trying to manipulate them. Absolutely. So I think I hope, those, man, those two I hope, things. I hope, yeah. he, I hope he puts on that costume, though. If he doesn't put on that green and purple costume, I'll be <laughs> so disappointed. It's, yeah, I'm curious. Like, that doesn't even seem like one um, that you could like modernize. I think you either go, like much like Richard E. Grant. You either put that costume on or you don't like that was the that was the action figure I had when I was a kid. You recognize all of these comic book characters, and I remember picking that one up and going, "Who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, this character is messed up." <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited for it though. Like it, it was they they did some good work on that Loki. I like it. Good work on that Loki. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bunch of fun. Also, last MCU thing, and then we can wrap the show up. Uh, speaking of people in MCU things and costumes, loved, loved, loved David Harbour as Red Guardian. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I'm most excited that finally, I look, bring back Joel Murphy from uh, Disc Wars. But until that happens... Uh, I I feel like there's finally an MCU character that in my current state, without really having to change anything, I could uh, dress as for Halloween or cosplay as is uh, David Harbour as Red Guardian. And I'm very excited about that. Oh, I would like to see that. It'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's, he's just a, a, a large man with a beard and a big red suit, uh, which sounds like a description of Santa Claus. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that would good. And again, you would be the sworn enemy of whatever whatever character I'm playing wearing wearing those American flag pants that you send to me every Fourth of July. <laughs> oh man, yes, yeah. Who like <laughs> they're American flag stilt pants with an elastic waistband that I put on 
one year on the 4th of July a long time ago. And I'll get that picture sent to me every year i'm your own i think it i think it showed up on the fifth this year but i did still with without prompting it showed up i woke up in a cold sweat on july 5th (laughs) and was like there was something i was supposed to do yesterday (laughs) but it still worked out it was still the weekend i think (laughs) like it was still the holiday you know uh it's great yeah those pants are great so i'll i'll post that with the episode so everybody can no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) All right, but I think that is going to do I don't it care. I was I was like 15 pounds lighter when that was taken. I don't you look great. Shit. Look, man, you look great. And I, I yeah. honestly, I send it. Well, that's just a flat lie. <laughs> I send it to you because it makes me feel patriotic, you know, to see to see those pants. Those pants are up to my tits. <laughs> it's they're good. They're good pants, man. Can you see the outline of my penis? You know, I haven't really looked, uh, but I'll I'll get back to you on oh, that. Oh, can you ask Molly? I know she's looked. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Freaking> pervert. <laughs> I think she said you need a magnifying glass. But <laughs> oh no, oh. penis size joke. Oh. oh, they questioned the size of my penis. It's no uh, uh, space sex. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to find a button. At this it's point, a play on SpaceX. Yeah. Like, did they put that in parentheses? They wanted, they wanted me to get it, you know. Woof. I don't mean to understand. All right. So, remember, <laughs> question everything. Mm, shut up and get a lawyer. She was a south one. When I first saw her, but she changed. All side of slept away. Two years later I don't quite hate her But I can say Whoa, I sort of slept away I really don't want to go this way It's a shame now, baby I think I'm
you don't want to say your name one more time <laughs> i'm trying to help our search engine optimization <laughs> that's why i was googling myself <laughs> hobo radio is a production of hobotrashcan.com if you enjoyed the show please rate or review it on itunes hear more great shows on the peak sloth podcast network like this one we have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We, we have, have to, to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.